Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah. And this episode, it's going to be lopsided in a different way than usual, where there's news. I think a lot of interesting and cool stuff happened, and then we'll have nothing to talk about when we're reviewing 2K. (laughs) And I don't think we played many games. No, that's true. (laughs) So it's going to be like two and a half hours of news. And then like 20 minutes of the rest. So I have, I have two things to say before we start talking about video games. Last week was terrible for me. So I I, I tried, uh, I was going to beat Final Fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. I hit a bug and I couldn't do anything in it. So I had to shut it off. But I was like, it's fine. It auto saves constantly all the time. I lost over an hour of progress. <laughs> oh, no. And so I was so butthurt because I was going to try to beat it that night. I can't remember if that was probably late Friday. And so then I was like, you know, I'll just I'll get through it again. And then I got to like near the end and was like, man, I can't stay up any longer. So that sucked. That was uh, the night that they I was getting my car fixed. and They had to keep it there overnight because they didn't get the parts. Right. Then the day after, I broke my lawnmower because I'm an idiot. And then the same day, I my washing machine broke. And I was like, man, this weekend sucks ass. <laughs> I saw that tweet. I was just like, oh, yeah. boy. No, I, but- I ended up fixing my washing machine and I uh, I bought a new lawnmower. But I was and I beat Final Fantasy. But I was like, man, this is a string of events that is unprecedented. The one thought I had is, is Final Fantasy the worst thing of those three? The ending? Uh, no, so the ending is fine. It's just okay. baffling. I can't really explain it. It's it's weird. So I feel like they kind of, for the last three chapters of that game, really dropped the ball for people who never played it before. Or like don't know about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I heard as well. Like for people who didn't play it, the ending makes no sense. <laughs> it just like, it feels like they just stopped explaining any of the important plot elements and people were just like saying shit that I was like, Whoa, can you say that at this point in the game? And yeah, so it's weird. Like I talked to someone who finished it and had never played the original earlier today and they were baffled. And I was like, yeah, I, I get it. Cause I just remember yelling at Scott being like, what the fuck is this? Like you and me understand some of this, but what, what, how can they do that? Yeah, that's hmm. no, the washing machine was definitely the worst part because holy shit. Yeah, that would, you know, closer, closer heavy when they are uh, soaked with water. Oh, is that, OK. Did you just like overflow it or what happened? No, it wasn't draining at all. Like it would mm. start and then do half a cycle and then not drain. And it turns out that there was like some kind of string, like hoodie string or shoelace wrapped around the fan in the uh drain pump okay so, so it was just, like wasn't working i i cut it free by like breaking my own body but um so it wasn't works. uh like the hardest fix i guess uh no thankfully i just thought it was gonna be straight up broken and i was like boy i can't replace that right now <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> and it's pretty... like it's a stackable unit so oh yeah. i can't lift that shit Ugh. yeah that's weird. I had my refrigerator bro- break the previous week. Yeah, you did. I, that, which that I can't even imagine. That would be life ending for me. I think I would just cry. Really? Say this, it's over. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, you know, the big thing was like at least I didn't have a ton of food in the refrigerator. I guess. Well, so I wouldn't have that issue. I just remember what it was like getting that fridge where it is now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and boy, I'm not ready for that. Well, you've been in my apartment. It's like my fridge is like five feet away from my door. Yeah. So I, I have that that going for me, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> But I guess uh, probably ready to hop into the news, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so there was a Nintendo leak, Manny. This is the wildest shit. I cannot believe that this happened. So it is definitely the largest leak ever in Nintendo history. Uh, hackers were able to get onto a server and they published a lot of this information anonymously on 4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, but source code for like the N64, the GameCube and the Wii released um, source code for a ton of games like uh, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Yellow, Gold and Silver, Mario 64. And then a bunch of demos that were Nintendo used to have events at this thing called Space World. Uh, so there were a lot of N64 demos that people had never seen before that were lead. Their source code was leaked um, and demos for uh, special demos of gold and silver, which those at the t- those uh, actually leaked, not the source code, but the ROMs for those leaked a couple of years ago. And that's how people got a lot of like unreleased Pokemon sprites and stuff from them. Right. Um, but so the wildest thing about this is there was a group of people who had been trying to make a PC port of Mario 64, but obviously without the source code, that's not exactly possible. The day after this leak happened, they put it up. <laughs> And I just remember being like, oh, that seems like ill advised <laughs> because it's so, so, so illegal for you to use that source code to make your fucking PC port work. Yeah. And uh, today they Nintendo went after them like a, an hour or two, three hours ago. They uh, were told to get fucked and take that down. <laughs> Which, I mean, they have to have known that they were going to get told to put it, take it down. Oh, definitely. But I just think that that's wild that that happened right after that. The Wii part of it was even more crazy because they like the code for the operating system leaked. So people can just have that now. Oh, nice. Uh, There were internal PowerPoint slides, which I I should have looked into this a little bit more to see if I could find them. But the slide that was circulating mostly was the one that was why they used friend codes on the Wii. Yes, and it was. (laughs) It was because they knew the Wii would be popular. They didn't think the Wii U would be as popular. And then they're like, oh, the Switch is going to be popular. So then they brought back friend codes for that. Yeah, it's just very strange. And it was because yeah. they like they decided that those were more secure than like a username or something. Uh, no, it was because they were afraid people wouldn't get the name they wanted. Oh, yes. Because and, which is probably true. I mean, that's true. But that's something you have to deal with on the Internet every time you sign up for a service yeah but it also it depends so like things can do it smart like which in theory friend codes are smart in that way and like it's how blizzard does it it's how epic does it where there's a number associated with your account right and so then you can change it whereas psm did not do it like no but like the problem i have with the nintendo system now is if i had like three friends named manny i wouldn't know which one is you oh yeah and that's bad. I agree. Well, like Manny's not that popular of a name, but you probably have like 
multiple mats or people probably do have multiple mats on their their list so <laughs> yeah it's it's just weird i mean at least thankfully on the switch you can just change your name quickly to whatever you need it to be so right you could make it something that stands out at least if that became an issue but yeah this stuff is all wild and like n64 emulators suck they won't anymore <laughs> Whereas, like, the Wii and GameCube emulators are generally fine. Like, Dolphin does both of those pretty right. well. Uh, but the N64 emulators have always had pretty bad issues with a lot of stuff. So that won't be the case anymore now. Um, and even design documents of, like, how to make components, internal components of these things, was it, it's just crazy. Like, I, I have no idea how you would be able to get that much information and, like, yeah it just seems buck wild to me yeah yeah so i thought that was interesting and it's it's weird because a lot of places aren't publishing most some of the information because they don't want to get dmca takedowns for it (laughs) uh so it's like it's not exactly super easy to get a full list of everything that was leaked but right so many things like every day i'll see something else and be like whoa (laughs) okay then yeah so and none of it was new either, so I have to wonder, uh, like, if it was just some old server that they had a lot of this stuff stored on or something that they were able to get into. Yeah, and they like Nintendo didn't even think anything of it, and I, I don't know how hackers, you know, find this kind of stuff, but you know, yeah. they they find their ways. But Nintendo's deeply invested now because they're sending out a lot of takedown notices. So. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> which I mean, they're definitely number one with that that kind of stuff yeah. anyway, because they're the one who shut down like all those ROM sites mm-hmm. know, just not even that long ago, two three years ago, if you remember. Yeah. So the next big story here is that all of a sudden, I thought this was fake at first mm-hmm. because someone was posting on Twitter about like Mortal Kombat story DLC. And I was like, whoa, that's a fun dream you're having. <laughs> and then I saw Ed Boon tweet about it and said they were going to reveal story DLC. And I was like, whoa. Uh, and so they did announce Mortal Kombat 11 story DLC, which will take place after the main game is pretty interesting and they announced three new characters for a new season pass which are shiva who is like in the game already kind of uh fujin which is raiden's brother the wind god and everyone's favorite robocop yeah i mean why not (laughs) i guess i mean they had terminator so robocop seems like the next logical step i guess i mean the last uh handful of mortal kombat games have uh had a couple of, you know, just like characters like this. So it, it it's not like, it's not that weird that they're in here. I mean, like, what was the last one? Jason and the alien? Uh, yeah, the alien. Um, previous was Freddy and then whoever else. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It was, it was two horror game characters. I don't know. One of them had Leatherface in it. Uh, mm. But yeah, this one had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Terminator and now Robocop. Yes. Yeah, why not? Why not? It's also added. It's there's also a free update for everyone who already has it that is going to uh, add two new stages and uh, friendships, which uh, friendships I think were added in Mortal Kombat three originally. So instead of doing fatalities where you brutally murder them, you do fun, nice things to the <laughs> enemy. Oh, that's weird. That's fun. Uh, so like this, the only one I didn't watch the full trailer 
to see the friendships, but I kept seeing the video of sub zeros going around where he just runs out with like an ice cream cart and then like gives his opponent ice cream. Okay. <laughs> so I, that'll be funny. I'm, I'm curious yes. to see what they all are. Cause it's just so stupid. Uh, but yeah, that that's interesting that that is happening. Um, I wouldn't have expected them to add more stuff to this. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of curious of the the DLC and how that'll work. So I'm not, I'm probably not going to buy it, which is a bummer because if I could buy just the story DLC, I would. Right. So the you can buy like the game and like the original game and the DLC and get like all the current DLC for like. I think it's 60 or 70 bucks. But then if I wanted to upgrade, I can't just buy the story DLC. I would also have to buy the new season pass. So it's like 40 bucks. Yeah. And that's more than, you know, you'd want to spend on. I, because I, I mean, how long would it be a couple hours at most? Yeah. Like probably like two hours, three hours at most, I would guess. So like, and I don't like, I don't care about, robocop shiva and fujin so it's just like oh man because i would i would at least if it was like 20 bucks i would probably play the story thing just because the way the game ended was bizarre and set up for a lot of interesting stuff they could do in the future so it's just strange i maybe they're the two pricing options they released aren't all of them like maybe i mean i guess it releases later this month so it probably is mostly finalized but yeah probably yeah interesting nonetheless yes it is and i guess uh you can customize your genitals in cyberpunk 2077 so i put this on here because that's the weirdest shit i've ever read the esrb like paragraph long description for cyberpunk leaked and there were a few notable things in there the main being that you can customize your genitals which, what does that even mean? I was going to ask, like, do you think that means, like, you can, like, pick the length of your penis? Or do you think you can, like, create a male <laughs> character and then just, like, change the penis out for, like, a vagina? I think both. So, like, uh, okay. But then also there was another part of this where they said that there will be depictions of the characters having sex. In first person. Yes, yeah, specifically oral sex as well. Oh, I didn't see that, but I did see in first person. And so that's something else. I don't want that. I don't want that either, Matt, but <laughs> that's that's there, I guess. Because, like, I don't know. I don't I don't need that in a video game. I don't want to sound like one of those people, but, like, if I, if I want to watch sex, I can go online and find videos <laughs> very easily. You could, but you didn't get to customize the genitals in that video so <laughs> what's even the point i i guess yes i just i don't know that's just that is not appealing to me at all no so i just put that on there because i was like that seems like a fake sentence yes, uh, it definitely but... seems uh odd it and i saw it everywhere i don't know i yeah people are gonna like it i guess it's just i don't really like watching animated sex in video games and maybe that's primarily just because i've never seen it done well uh well see that's it could maybe it'll be hilarious like it is in mass effect see mass effect i always think about like i don't know if you ever saw this one but in the third one do you remember there was the lesbian lady that was added yeah yeah uh, have you ever seen if like lady shepherd uh, and her get it on what happens no 
uh, they get into the shower together. Oh, but, fun. But Shepard is fully clothed in her like <laughs> outfits. <laughs> <laughs> It's you should watch this at some point. It's so weird, bizarre. It's it's uh, it's definitely worth watching. Just seeing like a sexy scene in the shower, which you know, Mass Effect sex scenes are not that sexy anyway. So it's so no. But then like fully dressed in the shower, it just adds another element. That what is the point of that scene? Uh, those scenes are so funny to me because yes. like the animation somehow is worse than it is in the main game and it just looks like they're like marionette puppets that someone is like forcing to have <laughs> fake relations and it, yes. it's yes. it's so fucking bad this will probably be animated better than that but like i don't want that i i did all yeah so. and, like it kind of makes me sad knowing that like someone had to have spent like probably six months of their life animating that and getting it down just perfectly and it's just like oh man that person probably could have spent their time doing something else where you can easily elude that people are having sex where you don't actually have to show it yeah i agree um the next bit of news i hope it's true a, prof- a professional skateboarder, Jason Dill, says there's going to be a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater coming this year. So do you remember if this is the same guy who said he was voice acting in the game before? I don't remember. Because this this story came up like two or three days ago, but yes. th- there was one a couple months ago where some professional skater, I don't remember if they said it on Instagram or something, but they said that they were voice acting in a new Tony Hawk game. And people were like, what? I mean, like, how else would he know about it unless he's the one doing, you know, some of the the motion capture? Yeah, I just don't remember if this was the same guy and he's saying it again or if it's a different guy. I don't know. I, I had never actually heard of this guy before this news. No, me either. I had never heard of the other guy either because they were all new. Uh, any skater I knew is fucking like in their late thirties, early forties. So I, I know one and that's Tony Hawk. Okay. So. Well, Tony Hawk's great. I don't know. Bucky LASIK, uh, Bob Burnquist, but they're all old as hell now. So right. like they're not really uh, at the forefront of <laughs> skating video games. Probably. Right. And the only reason why I really even brought this up is because the Twitter, uh, handle Nibelian is the one I believe who tweeted this out and I was like all mm-hmm. right he's he typically he doesn't just like post like random stuff he, when he posts something it's usually true so I was like all right I guess we can bring that up here then yeah yeah and so yeah I hope I hope that's true I want a new Tony Hawk game but more specifically I want it to be good well they've had some time away from it in theory right I mean it's been five years in theory um the other part of it though is activision doesn't have the his license anymore so would it be activision making one or would it be a new someone new with the license 2k sure yeah i don't know like yeah that is interesting because like um does tony hawk's name even really have for like skateboarding does it even really have the clout anymore or would that just be for like older people in nostalgia to try to get back uh i think it would i think like if 
anyone knows a skateboarder, they know Tony Hawk. I see. I didn't know if like like eighteen year olds if he's still popular with them or if it's more just like the older crowd. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, even I, I, in the case of video games, though, I think like if you had a skater a skating game like Tony Hawk resonates the most with people who are both nostalgic and like, it's just a recognizable name, I think. So yeah, I I wonder if like young 18 year old hardcore skaters are going to be like, Oh, why isn't it? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. But I mean, it's the same with like football with Madden. I mean, Madden hasn't done anything with football in probably 10 years. Yeah. So I think it's just a naming thing at that point. Right. So who knows? I mean, if it's ideally we we want it to be good, obviously, but I mean, hopeful, I guess. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Well, who who knows? Yeah, that's such a up in the air. Uh, The next one is just a new gaming fest that's going to be happening all summer. It's called Mm -hmm. Summer Game Fest, and it's being held by uh, Jeff Keighley. Mm-hmm. It's going to be going from May to August, which we already had our first one yesterday with the Inside Xbox. We certainly did. But then after that, there is a I I went through the calendar and kind of just listed everything. It says it specifically said Sunrise number one, so I'm guessing that that means there's going to be more of these. And it says mm-hmm. join Keeley for a surprise game reveal May twelfth. And then there is a, a Steam Game Festival, June 9th, which you participated the one in like December or January. Yeah, I didn't participate in the most recent one because it had a lot of the same demos that I wanted right. to play. Um, but I I think he had announced this prior to saying his Games Fest thing. Yes. Uh, but it's cool because it seems like more indie developers get in on it each time. And so what it is is basically just a bunch of indie demos go up for a set period of days for people to try out. Yes. Um, Then there's a cyberpunk event. So I have a question about this one. Yes. Is that the same as when IGN is showing the gameplay? I don't know. Because there is a day in June when IGN... uh, IGN gameplay... Nope, not gameplay. That's not what I wanted to type. Uh, see, I don't know. I just it was in June, and now I, I'm, it's just going to show me videos of cyberpunk gameplay. But yeah, I, w- I wonder if that's the same thing or if that's separate. All it says is tune in for a special broadcast on Cyberpunk 2077 from Cyber, uh, CD Projekt Red. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. And then um, on the same day, there is an EA play. Which, boy, I wish that I could uh, care about that. Yeah, Uh, but I mean, it's going to be at 7 p.m. So I guess that's good news. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then there is what they're calling Tenacon, which is going to be Digital Extremes updates on Warframe. Yeah, that's interesting because Tenocon is normally like in Canada and is like a big festival thing. Obviously, that can't happen right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And then lastly on the list is uh, Gamescom's uh, opening night, August 24th. uh, Gamescom is going to be all online, I guess. And it seems like Jeff Keighley is going to be the one doing stuff with it. 
Yeah, they just uh, earlier today, they finally announced the cancellation of Tokyo Game Show, which is even after Gamescom. So. Yeah, yeah. It's normally I think it. I don't remember this year. It's like late September, early October. I can't remember exactly when it was this year, but it's a canceled. The one interesting thing is on the website, it has all the public uh, participating publishers mm-hmm. and it's it's everyone you would think it's 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco. Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, obviously, Digital Extremes, mm-hmm. EA, Sony, Private Division, Riot Games, Square Enix, Steam, which, you know, Valve, Warner Brothers, and Xbox. The one interesting missing is Ubisoft. Oh, I was good. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Nintendo's not on there either, but Ubisoft no. is surprising. Well, what was what is also weird is, did you watch the video of the, the announcement? No, because like they had like a like a 45 uh, second YouTube video. Ubisoft definitely there was like a video of Ubisoft. game, (laughs) And then yesterday during the inside Xbox, they had a quote unquote gameplay trailer of boy, we can talk about that. Yes. But so like Ubisoft is obviously kind of part of this in some way. It's just weird that like. They're not a participating publisher, but they're participating. So I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Unless Ubisoft is kind of planning their own little event. I have no idea. But I kind of assumed they're all going to just kind of work with this. Uh, kind of like with the EAs doing their EA play. And then this way, if you have Jeff Keighley kind of like kind of scheduling things, then he can kind of spread things out and that way you can kind of get your own day in the sun, I would assume is what they're planning, but I don't know. But yeah, looking at the list, I was like, all right, that's everyone, but Ubisoft and Nintendo, which Nintendo is just not that surprising because they, they don't need Jeff Keighley. They (laughs) have their, they have their own online videos that do fine. Yeah. So, Um, but speaking of Ubisoft, did you see this? That I put on here. I should have yes. put the link to the YouTube video. So there was a canceled Prince of Persia game uh, called Prince of Persia Redemption. And uh, the video had been on YouTube for eight years. Yeah. And was found two days ago on the 6th. And what's funny is like normally you'd look at a video like that and be like, oh, this is just like some fan made thing. Like, no way. It is for sure captured directly from the developer build of that game. I don't understand how it's on YouTube for eight years and nobody noticed it. Like somebody must have seen it, right? It had to. And like, even when I saw this, it only still had 20,000 views on it, which is like not that many for something that is this crazy. And my other thing is like, it didn't look that bad. Which I, as far as I understand. Huh? Yeah, that is weird. But like, yeah, as far as I understand, like uh, Prince of Persia was just basically disbanded and then they made Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And so like this has a lot of like Assassin's Creed elements. I mean, like the parkour ish stuff was always part of Prince of Persia. Um, But then there's all the the combat looked insane. And they're like, I, I don't know. It was also edgy as hell, which is probably why it was called Prince of Persia Redemption. Yeah. Um, there was one of the ones on in the PS2 era was also just like extreme edgelord stuff. 
I can't remember what that one was called. It's like two thrones or something, but it, it, uh, it's just one of those weird things where it also made me remember that Prince of Persia is an Ubisoft franchise. (laughs) Right. Cause like, obviously they haven't made one and Assassin's Creed kind of usurped its uh, place, I think. But yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't happen a lot where you get footage, uh, like pretty hefty footage of a canceled product like that. Yeah, yeah, I just, it's weird. I didn't really care too much because it's an eight-year-old or, you know, eight-plus-year-old game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Like, I would be interested if they re- if they made, like, a new Prince of Persia, what that would look like in for today. Yeah, I don't know if they could, right? Because, like, then is it just Assassin's Creed, except with some time-rewinding mechanics? I mean, like, I guess. But... I I I don't know why you couldn't just like not release an Assassin's Creed every year and maybe then alternate Assassin's Creed Prince of Persia Assassin's Creed Prince of Persia type of thing. You could do that. I in theory that's what I think they wanted to do with Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs originally, yes. but then that did not pan out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just kind of weird. I'd be I'd be curious if they like released a Prince of Persia if people would be excited about that uh i mean i would at least try it because i liked i didn't play the most recent one they uh because they rebooted it at the beginning of the ps3 era right and then they like rebooted the other reboot because like prince of persia was like a nintendo game right and so then when it the 3d ones came out in the gamecube era that was a reboot (laughs) and then it was a third reboot Yeah, I'm trying to think like their first one was probably because like the Prince of Persia was a thing way before Ubisoft was, I think, even a, a company. Yeah. So. But yeah, like they remade Sands of Time again. And so like right. I didn't play that one, but I wonder. Yeah, I have, I, I'd, I'd be curious. Uh, wow. Looking at Prince of Persia, I guess the game came out in 2018. No. There was probably some type of re-release. A mobile game. Oh, a damn. runner. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even know that existed. That's fun. Prince of Persia Escape. It's a it's a runner. They released uh September of 2018. <laughs> All right. My favorite. Yeah. No wonder this series is on hiatus with such great things like that. I mean, Ubisoft is not shy about releasing these weird mobile ports remember when everyone was so excited about splinter cell and then it turned out that they're just like putting them in uh that mobile game yeah Yeah. classic classic ubisoft (laughs) uh but yeah i guess uh i the weird part for me is just it's been it was on youtube for eight years and then like how that never got discovered i that's so weird yeah it makes no sense oh the next one better be true matt the ne- <laughs> so there was a venture b article that reported on the recent ea earnings call and it had all the regular like earnings reports and stuff that's boring but then at the end 
they uh, speculate and said that they had sources telling them that they are working on an HD uh, remaster of the Mass Effect trilogy. And in theory that it would be have it would be or would have been coming out this year of our Lord 2020. I I mean, this is what I've been asking for for uh, just like the last year. And we deserve it. I, I, I just don't believe in EA doing the right thing. I agree with that, but this is weird that it was like, so there are on EA's slate, there are a handful of unconfirmed games Mm -hmm. and it seems like at least one of them is some type of HD remaster. And so there aren't a lot of things for them to HD like remaster in that way i think that people would give a shit about well do they have anything like spyro and crash or is it just spyro and crash i think just spyro and crash oh wait no that's activision that's that's activision but i mean like i don't think ea had nothing like that i I mean they unless they're gonna remaster old battlefront i I, like i have no idea (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, EA has a ton of, like, old properties that they would pretty much dead. But, like, yeah, I I don't know what they would... uh, I really can't think of anything that they would bring back. I mean, so Mass Effect makes sense. It does. Now, do you you think Bioware's working on it, or do you think they have someone else working on it? I assume it's just some random port studio. (laughs) So there's a chance it'll be good, then. Yeah, there's a chance that it'll just be a fine port. <laughs> uh, fuck. So I put that in there because I, you had mentioned that you wanted that to be a thing, and I would love for it to be a thing. So the I'm, fact that it could be real is top notch. Oh, they could remake Syndicate. Oh, that game ruled though. No one liked it though, so it's fine. It's fine. And now we got to get into this last thing. And I have I have to ask you beforehand. So this mm-hmm. is the inside Xbox event where yes. they uh, revealed the first looks at uh, some next gen third party games. Right. How did you how did you feel about this? Um, I mean, like I went in with certain expectations and I, I feel generally positive about it. I, guess. I, I think that the expectations I went in with was what they were going to show assassin's creed gameplay and that was the only expectation i had <laughs> and i was let down with that even <laughs> see like part i did when i started watching that i just started to giggle because i was like this, so is, not, this somebody's, is not gameplay. Uh, i mean somebody's gotta sit ubisoft down in a room <laughs> and explain to them what gameplay is or something because like that was not what that was not gameplay but like i can't get too upset because like i know what it's gonna play like yeah, I, I know what Assassin's Creed gameplay looks like. I'm just saying, like, you don't put out this huge thing that's like, we're showing gameplay, yes, and then yes. just totally not. Like, that was that was so blatant. As it was happening, I was like, there's gotta be more to this, right? Like, Well, like, the weird thing is, like, at the beginning of the Xbox, they specifically hyped it up, and they're like, there's going to be Assassin's Creed gameplay trailer. 
And fucking literally, there was a lower third every time someone spoke that was like, stick around for yes. this hot gameplay reveal. And I was like, man, this better be a lot of gameplay. I'm really pushing it. Yeah, you'd think someone at Microsoft would have just been like, um, guys, you forgot the gameplay. And so, okay, so my other thing, this has nothing to do with the anything to do with Xbox or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, what was going on with the video quality of their stuff? Like, not in the gameplay, but, like, the people on the video calls or whatever. Like, right. that was worse than what my webcam would look like. Yeah. It, which, I mean, that's how it looked last time they did it inside Xbox, which you didn't watch before. Yeah. So, like, it didn't really, like, I don't know. Um, no, I just thought that was shocking because, like, especially the the head guy, I just want to be like, we got to send Microsoft an email and ask if he can get a better webcam. He deserves it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. The, oh, and they embraced the fridge meme. Mm-hmm. That was something else. I did see people complaining about no um, Halo Infinite. And it's like, look, I well, mean, they said there wasn't going to be. No, no. And that's just like anytime they're. Nintendo announces that it's an indie showcase and then at the end people are devastated that they didn't show you know Super Smash Brothers and I mean I mean it's <laughs> it's just it's literally that where like they're like hey this is third parties and then people are like no Halo what was, what that's was the what I think what makes it worse is they also said that they'll show the first party ones in July. So it's not yes. like there is no date or they like said, we'll never talk about it. Like they said when they're going to talk about it. So that that's just frustrating. It but. is. But like they I I guess they just wanted to showcase uh, third party stuff, which is fine. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's just, oh my god, that Assassin's Creed was just so funny. <laughs> I, yeah, like, I couldn't even be mad about it. I just was like, this is a prank. Like, you guys are fucking with everyone right now. Because, like, it, I don't know if you remember Origins, but, like, the fir- when the first time they showed gameplay, it was like a six-minute trailer, and it was literally someone playing, playing mm-hmm. the game. So, like, I don't know. Uh, it was definitely an interesting... Uh, it's bold to call that a gameplay trailer because you go on YouTube, it's called the gameplay trailer. (laughs) So somebody should be arrested for that. That's insane. (laughs) You got to learn what gameplay is. Uh, But but yeah, as I said, if you want to know what that game looks like, just Google Assassin's Creed Origins, and you're going to have a great <laughs> idea what that's going to play like. Yeah, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Did you see, though, I, and then we'll move on, That's it's it's being announced that, or it's, it's being reported that uh, Ubisoft listened to the fans and the, the feedback, and they're making Assassin's Creed Valhalla smaller and shorter. I did see that. Originally, I thought you were going to say that they listened to feedback and were going to release a real gameplay trailer. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yes, I, d- I did see that they were making it smaller, and I think that's actually cool. Yes, that's uh, that's good news. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but then after that, I guess now we'll just kind of go down the list of what was shown. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bright Memory Infinite, which is apparently made by one guy. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's made by one guy. That's wild because the graphics of that game look impressive. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. going on. And it I mean the gameplay just looks incredible as well. Yeah. Cuz it looks like a stylish stylish action shooter. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like first person shooter but just like stylish stylish action, so. 
Uh, so it looks to me, it looks like bullet storm kind of mm. uh, where you do like weird combos and shit. Like he uses the thing to lift the guy in the air and then do whatever the f- fuck was going on. Uh, uh, but that's That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Dirt five, which I, I mean, it looked cool in the trailer, but I'm guessing the gameplay is nothing like that trailer. Uh, it just is like a racing sim. I mean, it's yes. just like what cars are like yes. in off-road racing. So that you know already if that's your thing. <laughs> yes, I, which I mean, it's the first, it's the fifth dirt game, and they're all like good games. It's just, um, I, I'm much more arcadey, and I know so are you for that kind of stuff. Mm. So that's not for us. Scorn. I don't even know what this is. It's a horror game, and like. This cinematic trailer was just weird and everything looked like it was a weird penis monster. Yes. I, 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 yeah, it, it's supposed to be a horror game. And so this is where this was the point of the thing where I was like, oh, nothing here is really going to be for me because so horror games are making a comeback in a huge way. Yes. Uh and I don't. I think. I think next generation is going to be flooded with horror games. Uh, so yeah, probably. We'll see. So we'll see how that pans out. But like this, just also, it doesn't even say what kind of horror game it is. Like this was just a generic cinematic y trailer thing. Yeah, so. that that told us nothing. Uh, yeah. The next game, Chorus, at least told us that it's like a space flying game. Yeah, and um, that's enough for me to know that I'm not interested. <laughs> Um, they showed Madden, which (laughs) I laughed at this because when the guy came out and was like, I'm going to talk about Madden, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, yeah. of all the things you could get for your like, ooh, hot reveals, Madden is like, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, probably, but yeah. Um, Vampire the Masquerade. So this is cool. I mean, I was going to play Vampire the Masquerade anyways. This trailer look made it look buck wild and was weird because it didn't like show like people know what the gameplay of that game is. And it didn't right. really like show it just insane. I think this, uh, was, this was definitely more of like a tonal trail trailer type thing. Yeah. And th- that's cool. Like that. I will play this game when it comes mm-hmm. out. But it it's just one of those things where I, I don't know who this trailer was for, really, because yeah like there there is gameplay like you you know what it's like and Mm. it it, i at this point i would expect them to show more like oh this is someone playing the game because like this game was supposed to be out already you know what i mean right so just that one was a strange one for me i i just was weirded out because like it was just like that first guy that they showed just dancing it reminded Mm. me a lot of jesse eisenberg from it did yeah i i was just i don't know what it was but from Batman v Superman, I was just like, "That's J- Jesse Eisenberg." Mm-hmm. Um, Call of the Sea. I got a lot of like Fire Firewatch vibes. I don't know uh, how you felt about it. So I might not even. I might have blacked out, mm-hmm. and I don't even remember this. This is the one where they're like, it's like on an island, and they're walking around. It's a woman, and it's a I... tropical island. Oh, okay. I okay. Yes. It, it it does have sort of Firewatch vibes, yes. Mm-hmm. It okay. just seemed like a, like a first-person uh, walking simulator type thing. I, I know people don't like that term, but I, that's what it just kind of felt like to me. Yeah, uh, It definitely interested me. Uh, that one definitely piqued my interest. 
Uh, the Ascent, when I wrote this, I didn't quite know if it was a twin-stick shooter or more like a tactics game, but it is a twin-stick shooter. It is, yes, uh, which is hilarious because like they showed all that stuff at first, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And then mm-hmm. they showed the gameplay, and I was like, oh, just kidding. I'm out now. Yes, it, I, I think it's the same developer that made Ruiner, which, oh, okay. is a, which, is exact, which plays the exact same way. Yeah. Um, another game, The Medium, which is a which is like a yeah horror thing, horror thing. But man, I was watching it and I was kind of impressed with some of the graphics. I yeah, she knifes herself. Well, uh, the, the weird thing is like there's a scene where like a guy like reaches in and he and you just see his hand with his watch, and I was just like, man, that looks like a real hand to me. Yeah, um, this is like a the horror adventure game type thing that yes. they had one of the interviews about this but. yes yeah uh i don't think it's really for you i might know to it but yeah uh the next one might be for you scarlet nexus <laughs> this is hilarious because it started showing and it was like namco bandai and they showed the first thing and i was like oh this is the team that made god eater and code vein mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is yes uh and it's also coming out for ps4 so get excited <laughs> I mean, of course it is. I mean. uh, and it just, yeah, it just looks like that same art style of God Eater and Code Vein, except it's action gameplay. So it's like now it's not like Dark Souls gameplay like Code Vein and it's not Monster Hunter gameplay like God Eater. It's just like faster action gameplay. Yes. So that sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll get it? Uh, probably not. No. Oh, OK. Uh, the next game, Second Extinction, uh, Reclaim Earth. It's you fight dinosaurs or shoot dinosaurs on an. <laughs> it's made yeah. by Avalanche, and I will never trust an Avalanche game ever again. So, I don't understand what that. E- yeah. So the what I feel like was missing from a lot of these was context, which I mean that is normal for these like trailer compilations anymore. If you remember E3, we were like, we saw a lot of stuff, but we don't really know what half these games are. I guess, but even then, like, that's that's different because they're, like, announcing a bunch of new stuff as opposed right. to this where it's like, hey, this is, in theory, footage of games that is coming out soonish. Mm-hmm. But then I guess a lot of these games aren't actually coming out soon. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't either way. Neither of us... N- we're not going to play this. No, definitely not. But what I will play is Yakuza like a dragon and it's coming to next gen consoles and mm-hmm. that's fine. But because it's coming out on launch with the Xbox Series X, that means that, hey, maybe the PS4 version will be out before that. And I want to play it. Also, it seems like it'll be on PC right at launch as well. Which, that uh, that was more of a fucking announcement, I think, than the fact that it'll be on Series X. Yes. I was like, whoa, it's launching on PC? All right. Which, I mean, it for launching, them. launching on Xbox is a big deal as well. I mean... Well, yeah, because it's coming to Xbox. Yeah. Well, I mean, the previous ones have been now. Like, yes, but I mean, that's stuff. just very recent. Uh, yeah. But now it shows that Sega is committed to at least xbox pc and ps4 so this was the most excited i got during this whole thing and Mm -hmm. not because it had anything to do with xbox but because it means that that game is coming out in 2020 (laughs) i had a good feeling it would unless like 
I believed it was going to come out this year unless there was something like coronavirus related. Which I would have very much expected. So I, that's good. Yes. I'm glad. I want to play it. And then they ended with the hottest gameplay trailer you've ever seen. <laughs> Assassin's uh, Creed. Yeah, and it boy, there are Vikings, and that's all we know, and that it's a Assassin's Creed game. So, I mean, I guess you technically know everything about it. But. Yes. Um, another thing they haven't really shown, but like, it is going to be the protagonist. You can pick male or female again. Yes. Um, which I heard one thing that I heard was um the name. I think it's Ivor. That is traditionally just a woman's name. Hmm. Uh, in like Norway and like Nordic culture, that is not a male's name at all. Interesting. Yes, which I do think is very interesting. But yeah, but yeah, I, I this feels like it's the same exact thing. Where if you remember, all the marketing up front for Odyssey was for for the male Alexios, mm-hmm. and then it seems like more people played as Cassandra in Odyssey. So well, I think the, she was just better written as well. So. She was better written and much better voice actress because mm-hmm. if you remember alexios's voice actor that was terrible yeah so the thing that this whole conference showcased for me was that i don't give a shit about anything they showed really other other than the ones that had already been announced <laughs> um yeah see like for me call of the sea i that one definitely is on my radar now yeah, I just like I wish that anything that was shown could just like made me care about it. Mm-hmm. That That's one of those things is like I, I also feel like if you're going to show off a next gen game and have it be at a thing like this, there should you should at least show some reason that it is matters that it's on a next gen console. You know what I mean? And people were definitely underwhelmed about that. And I do think we're getting to that point with like generations where generations aren't going to matter that much no but like that's what i think is crazy is this generation will matter an insane amount because the changes with the way everything works can allow for so much and none of this shows that at all and but like that stuff like is that something that you want third-party developers showing or is that going to be something more like xbox is going to show uh, at at their own event where like there are no load times and you know that well but like anyone should show that you know what i mean like third parties benefit from that as well yes but what's going to happen at the first party thing is then everyone's going to get bummed out because those games also are coming out on the xbox one yes so like they i don't know unless they show like some weird side-by-side comparison that also won't matter yeah yeah but i i mean like we're not gonna see some big graphical leap um that we've seen in previous generations i mean the graphical leap is gonna be pretty large because it's gonna have built-in ray tracing too so like the thing that i just don't get is like you could show like none of these games all seem like launch games i guess i guess that's my thing Mm -hmm. is like none of these seem like they take advantage of anything that the new consoles have to offer at all but like ray tracing is that even something that's going to be shown well in a youtube video i mean not necessarily but i'm just saying like that also 
adds like reflections to glass and shit like that. Like control looks like a completely different game. Right. When I, the ray tracing is turned on. And, but that just seems like something you'll definitely notice when you're playing the game yourself. But I think that's something like when you're just streaming a YouTube video, that's harder to show. It is harder to show. It's the same thing. Like you can't show HDR, but like you right. literally can't show HDR. You know what I mean? Unless the fucking monitor that it's playing on has HDR support. Exactly. But like ray tracing, you can definitely see a difference. Like if you mm-hmm. go watch a video of ray tracing versus non ray tracing, the difference is night and day, but also just like place things can be larger and have more things going on at once. And like all of these games are more scaled together, like first person things. Right. Or like Yakuza already is a PS4 game. It came out in Japan over a year ago. Vampire the Masquerade is still going to be a PS4 game. And it was already announced and people already know what the gameplay looks like. You know what I mean? Like Madden is not going to have any, changing thing i'm not saying that's necessarily their fault i just i just think that like i i don't know it's a weird thing to like i to me to make a big deal of like oh we're showing the first gameplay of a next generation game when it could have just been anything i sure and i think you're just like what you're hoping for we're not going to see for a couple years and I, i know that's not what you want to hear but I think that's just, the- but like that, that's what I also think people keep saying that, but like, that's not what happens at console launches. Like their, their whole thing is they show off what makes it wild. Like at the, at the PS2, the PS3, the PS4, even Nintendo consoles do that. I, I realized that, but I, this, this generation just feels different and weird. I, I guess, but like that, that's why people keep saying that. And it, I don't get that either because it is, uh, to me, it's a bigger leap than it was from the previous generation of consoles. And like, it, it makes sense. Even developers are saying that. And and it is, I think, but like, I, I, I think with it being the same exact infrastructure, it, people are going to be, I think with it being the same infrastructure and then also with this coronavirus and everything, I, I think you're going to have these these like third party and publishers in general hesitant to just release just like next generation titles. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, and I, almost all of these are going to be for both. Right. And and that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Just because like, I, would you rather release something for PS five where who knows how many there are going to be at launch? I mean, it might be limited with Corona where at least with PS four, you have a hundred thousand install base right and it just but a lot of that stuff doesn't make sense to me because it's not like these developers who were stopped ps4 and xbox one development to make next gen games it's not like they pivoted backwards yeah any of these games that were going to come out for ps4 were already designed from the ground up for those consoles right i but like i you think about 2013 most of those games were released on both consoles no, yeah, I. but there are still games that do interesting things at launch, like Knack, obviously. So, I, I don't know. It just is it, it. just is so underwhelming to me that it is, I don't know. But, like, what was that, that interesting at launch last gen? Or, like, the, the, like, at the PS4 launch? Well, that's what I'm saying. It, none of these are going to be launch games, which makes it even more annoying. Like, other than the ones that were already in it, like Assassin's Creed, Yakuza, and Vampire the Masquerade. Right. I, I bet you at least 
75% of the other of these won't come out until mid to late 2021. Yeah, it'll be launch window, not launch. Whereas like, that's what I want to see when a new console comes out is the thing that is in development that's going to come out in 2022. Like that is actually a next gen thing, which normally is what gets shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with no E3, I it's just going to be so weird. Are we just going to see a lot more of these like smaller, like 30, 40 minute, uh, just like teaser trailer? I don't know what we're I have no idea what's to come this year. Yeah, it's it's strange for sure. And it uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And it's it's even more strange because it's like I it makes me think that there was a lot of not interesting stuff anyways, like outside of the coronavirus, because like normally an E3 in a year where a new console is going to release is going to be huge. Right. But even before all the virus stuff, they were having problems keeping people like on board or giving an interesting reason for anything so just yeah maybe it was just always going to be slightly disappointing i guess which i think i think when you look at most launches they're never the most exciting no but they at least give you a reason to give a shit or at least make it make you look forward to the future right i but i mean like you think about the switch launch it had one game which was a huge, but that that was a huge deal. And then outside of that, the switch itself is the thing well, that yeah, mattered I, for that I mean, launch. I, I mean, I sure, but I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> it was you get one game, which is Breath of the Wild, and then there was really nothing on the docket until sometime in the fall, Mario was coming out. Yeah, but they had announced Mario before that. Like yeah, that's that, that, I, that, I don't I don't give a fuck about what's happening at launch. I give a fuck about the developer actually making a case for the console itself. Well, right, I get that, and I I don't know if there is going to be a reason to get it day one, other than unless you want to play like Assassin's Creed uh, on the better console. I, I I don't know if there's going to be that big reason. Well, but uh, okay, yeah. That, that I mean, that's that's not what I'm saying. I just, oh, okay. I, just I'm I misunderstanding. Yeah, they just need to give any reason to like people buy it. Anyone who's buying it up front knows what they're getting into. Right. It's just that they also have to give people who aren't going to buy it day one a reason to even give a shit. And they aren't doing that, or they're at least not doing a good job of that. I mean, outside of this presentation, like their marketing has obviously been affected by coronavirus and stuff, but they're they're just doing a bad job. I Are you think. saying like video games, like all video games or like Xbox? Yeah, just video games in general okay. and Xbox and Sony are not helping the situation, I don't think. Well, Xbox has shown more than Sony. I will. They have, but it they... still is like it just there is no reason like uh, Joe Schmo, right? Mm-hmm. why does he give a fuck and like even when they show halo he still doesn't have to give a fuck because he can just get it on his xbox one and i don't think he would give a fuck he's not the person who's going to buy it day one well but i even day one i'm just saying people to save money to get them like anyone it it doesn't it doesn't matter i yeah i don't know I, i but i don't think it's i don't it doesn't seem like it's that common for people to get it day one yeah i i don't i don't know hmm. i mean i think we still have five six months 
before these console launches. So, I mean, there's still plenty of time to show more games. Yeah, I guess it just. I, I mean, I know you. I know what you're asking, but like we discussed this before with the Nintendo Switch at the launch. We didn't even know that it like what the console was until October, and then it released in February. No, and that's true. But it, also, these are going to cost so much more than the Switch does. But we didn't even know. We didn't even know what the Switch was, though. That's my point. The Switch yeah. could have been a four hundred dollar console. Well, they, I mean, it was never. They said it wasn't going to be before that, so it's like it. It was pretty well expected what it was going to be. I mean, there were a lot of rumors. I mean, but like it wasn't officially announced until October. Yeah, I, I mean, either way, it like it, it. Just the these feel so bizarre compared to the previous generation of consoles. But I mean, Xbox is doing a better job than they were, they did last gen. I guess. Well, last gen, I think they did a good job in what they they saying exactly what it was and what it was going to do it just was not received properly (laughs) sure so they got fucked over on that but i don't know it just isn't it's bumming me out a little bit because it's just uh, what these two boxes are is so cool and it's just i feel like they're fucking it up so bad i don't know like i guess i'm just like not that i don't care I just know they're going to be more powerful and more like, I mean, it's going to be like the PS4, except it's going to be more powerful. That's that's and have some new features. But like, I, I don't and I know there's going to be cool games on it eventually. I guess maybe I just have lower expectations. I don't know. Well, but like, yeah, it just it doesn't. I don't know. Things should actually matter. And it just they don't. That's my thing. So yeah, I I I, I don't know. I... Um, are you ready to just kind of get into what I've been playing? I guess because yeah, because I have not played a single thing. Really, you haven't played anything at all? No, I played Final Fantasy, and then I was like, I'm good, thanks. Really? So you just didn't? Yeah. You didn't? What did you do this week then? Uh, I watched One Piece. Okay. <laughs> and uh took a nap <laughs> a very long nap i guess <laughs> <laughs> no i just took a nap yeah, today yeah. I, I don't know i was like watching youtube videos and stuff mm-hmm. i i feel like i burned i not burned myself out but like playing persona and then final fantasy that's like 150 160 hours <laughs> Right. So you're like, so it's just like, I don't know. And then the only other game that I really have to play is, I mean, I could play Ori, right? But like, the only other one is I'd never uh, opened Trails of Cold Steel, and that's another 130 hour RPG. So it's like, do I want to do that right now, or do I just want to take a break, more or less? Yeah. And I get that. Now would be a good time to take a break, anyways. So, yeah. So you, what even, what is, what is Rockatron? Um, it's just like a it's very small, like five dollar, uh, Metroidvania indie game. Okay. Uh, it it it's kind of like if you took Contra, where you're getting all these different weapons and like upgrading them, and then mm-hmm. just running around like a Metroidvania world and just kind of exploring, and exploring new areas and getting upgrades and stuff. Um, I just kind of like these kind of games. My one big complaint with this game, uh, when you first start out, 
it is the your character is the slowest moving I have ever played with a character before. Really? Yes, and it it seems like because then you get upgrades as you're exploring, and then you can put upgrades into more health, into the weapons, or into speed. Okay. So the first thing I did was max out the speed, and then it's like, all right, this is how the game. This is this is what the game should have been at the start. It feels like they they like made this game with the full speed, and then they just took away all the speed to just get to like justify like some reason for the upgrades. I have no idea, but oh my huh. god, it just felt it was it felt very bad how slow it was. <laughs> but that's crazy. Yeah, just a very interesting and bizarre game decision but other than that it's been it's been fine it's just kind of like as i said a 2d metroidvania i'm just uh you know that pixel art style and you're upgrade i'm upgrading guns and just kind of playing through the levels so i have seen uh images of it when i looked up rocketron but what comes up very quickly is a tire called rocket ron okay and I just need you to know that I can't find many screenshots because Rocket Ron tires are monopolizing the YouTube search. Uh, but it does look interesting. I, the art style is uh, more like you're at like old schoolish like Contra type thing. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, it, it's fine. I would definitely recommend. As I said, it's like five dollars. Um, you're going mm-hmm. to want to just kind of do some exploring and find upgrades and get that uh, that movement speed upgraded as fast as you can. Yeah, movement slow movement speed drives me nuts. So mm. that sounds awful. Uh, the only other thing in the environment you find is uh, rocket, it, which is weird that that's like a separate ability. But then the rocket is what you use to then just fly around. It's kind of like oh, just okay. A is it like boost. is it limited or yes? The it. it... <laughs> I, I don't know if you're looking at a screenshot, but like there's life, there's a life bar mm. and then there's a rocket bar. So like, as you're using the rocket, the bar goes down and then it has to recharge type of thing. Oh, okay. So, but I, I have my rocket upgraded quite a bit and I'm just kind of flying around the map. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it's pretty good. I, I, if you're just looking for like a small four or five hour Metroidvania, it's, it's a solid one that I okay. found. Uh, the other game I've been playing is SteamWorld Dig 2, which I've already played that. But the big mm-hmm. thing is I'm playing it on Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been an interesting experience, man. <laughs> I'm so curious about this. So, like, uh, is it good? Okay. Uh, I, I want to. I've played this in two different environments. I've played this at home uh-huh. and at work. Okay, did you play it on computers both time? Yes. Was it in Chrome or like Chrome, just in Chrome. Uh, okay, I I wonder cuz I think you can also do it on phones now, maybe only so. only certain phones. I know mine is not compatible. I I have so. any I didn't even look. I just did this on Chrome. Okay. I want to just kind of break down the home and work experience. <laughs> like like okay. I, like I ha- the setup. So Okay. At work, I have very mm-hmm. bad internet. Okay. It's like 10, 11 down. Oh, God. Yes. And it, and it's just like a very basic work computer. It's just a very standard office computer. Nothing. Mm-hmm. At home, my internet is 115. 
down. Okay. And then as you know, like it's not the greatest gaming PC, but it's a lower end gaming PC. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, it would should do this fine. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> so doing that math, Manny, my home internet is 10 times better than 10 times better. That's not hyperbole. That is it, going from 10 to 115. It's 10 uh-huh. times better. Yes. So I started at work the first day uh-huh. and it actually worked extremely well. It just worked. There was no latency. There was no lag. I didn't even notice. It just felt like I was playing natively. Okay. I went home. <laughs> I couldn't connect to the server. It kept telling me my internet wasn't strong enough. I ran the test. It was 115. 10 times better than the work. I've tried it three times at home. I cannot get it to connect at home. I've done everything. I can't get it to connect at work or at home. Interesting. I wonder if it's like something like your router or your router doesn't allow the ports that stadia needs to connect to or something. Uh, well, like I was able to get it to connect, but it was so laggy and there was so much latency. It was unplayable. Interesting. So like, it's just so weird because they're both hardwired in. So I'm not using yeah. Wi-Fi on either, but like the 10, 11, you would expect to be bad. And I've kind of, I've tried different days and some days it works fine. Other days it's not good at all, Mm -hmm. but like home, I just can't get it to work. And it, it just tells me that like the internet's not strong enough. And then I run the, the internet test on Google Stadia and it tells me I have 115 down and I'm like, what is going on here? So I, I don't know. Um, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I, yeah, I, I have not tried Stadia. I I might because I bet I would have the same problem. My for some reason I always have trouble connecting directly to servers mm-hmm. out of my house. So like I could never properly use like the Wii's online or the DS's online because of really specific network issues. Um so I wonder if Stadia would be a similar thing. Which it's free right now to do the pro for two months. Yeah. And there's uh there's like the Steamworld Dig too, there's Steamworld Heist, there's Steamworld Quest, Destiny, Thumper, which I doubt Thumper is. It's good experience. to play, yeah. Um, but yeah. I just thought it was so interesting that like you would think out of those two experience, out of those two situations, you'd think the home would work just fine, be great, but that is not yeah. the case. That's so strange. 10 up or 10 down would be like, that'd be, should be bad in theory. But if it works well with that, I mean, that's, that's like the promise they made originally, right? Was like that anyone could do it. It's inconsistent. The first day I did it, it it worked well. Uh, And then I've just kind of bounced in like 20 minutes every day. Mm This work has just been dead. Uh, the, mm. this last month so i, I just kind of trying from day to day some days it works great and other days it's not it's just barely playable so i would say it's working about 50 percent of the time weird so i i i if i could get it to work at home there is like um there is an exclusive that is on the on google stadia that i want to check out but I, if I can't get it to work at home, then I'm just not even going to bother with Google Stadio. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I spent a half hour just trying different things, trying to get it to work. And I couldn't, it didn't matter what I did. I, I couldn't get it to work. So mm-hmm. bit of a bummer. Ringing endorsement. Yes. Google Stadia rules. Matt loves it. <laughs> when it works, it's kind of like, oh, I don't even notice anything. But like, I'm also not the most sensitive to that kind of stuff where like you get upset if like any little yeah, thing drops. I wonder because SteamWorld Dig would be a game where like that kind of stuff wouldn't matter a whole lot. There are a couple sections where it is a little more precise, but it's yeah, not because the they have precise. some like platforming challenges and stuff. The yes. thing that I would be curious to see is how does Red Dead play? Because that already feels like it's on a delay normally. Yeah. <laughs> so then if it had a delay, it would be like, what is fucking happening? Uh, so, yeah, I wonder, I wonder also if it like depends on the game, like what PCs are serving up the game or how, how it works. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I yeah, I couldn't because if you remember, was it last year's E three when Bethesda came out and talked about their cloud gaming and like how that's like programmed? Yeah, I wonder if their games maybe are a little better. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I'm curious to see like for when competition to Stadia enters the market, like what what is X Cloud going to be like in comparison? Well, it's already out in beta. Well, I just I like in on a wide scale, you know yes. what I mean? Like, will will you will XCloud do the same thing for you at home? Like, will it just totally fuck up, or like what what will go on there? Yeah, I have no idea. And it, it's just if it is a router thing, I really don't want to go on my router and mess around with that stuff. No, as someone who has messed around with their router settings quite a bit, it is both frustrating and not worth it. No. So. <laughs> It does suck because my cousin at work sometimes, like, I hate to have my Switch, and my Switch, it won't connect to the to the router at work. Oh, fuck, dude. I want to throw mean... my Switch out the window. <laughs> I, I so desperately, I want them to make a new version of the Switch just so it can have a better Wi-Fi card in it. Yeah, it's... I shit you not, dude. I can have the Switch sitting on my router. And it will say that it is one bar connection. Mm. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I know it was a big deal when the switch first came out. People who were in apartment buildings, it just like wouldn't work. Like, yeah, they yeah. Couldn't do it. So they, they really cheaped out on the wireless card on the switch too. So that's not helpful. Either. No, no. <sighs> yeah. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious about that. I wonder, I wonder why it wouldn't work. I have no idea, but I would recommend like, as I said, you get two, two free months of Google or like Stadia pro. Mm -hmm. You can just go on any Chrome browser and, and, and like they actually have like maybe 10 games that are available for free. So you can at least Mm -hmm. try it. I would recommend people at least try it. Yeah. It's weird because like, I, I, I feel like I want to try out stadia or like i would try out xcloud when it comes out but i'm also just not the i'm not the demographic they're shooting for you know what i mean because like if i was going to play steam world dig 2 i'd just play it on uh, ps4 or something else that i have readily available you know what i mean i'm also not the kind of person who would be like oh i'm somewhere without my console gotta have my fix let's play steam world dig 2 on my phone (laughs) or like whatever like i'm just not that i would just go without it so i 
yeah, I mean, I mean, it's free, so that that, that doesn't really matter. But it's just yeah, one of those yeah. things where I, I'm definitely not who they're shooting for, so I, I can't I can't trash on it too much. You know, I, I, mean? I for me, it, like I have all the consoles. I have a low end gaming PC. Mm-hmm. For, it was just curiosity trying Google Stadia. I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to see how the technology is because, like, I do think this is the future of like gaming, like it or not. But I just mm-hmm. the technology is clearly not there yet. Yeah, and it it it's so anecdotal that it is kind of shocking, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like people just have such wildly different experiences, right? Yeah, I mean, like if if I had just played it the one time, I would have come in here and just talked about, just raved about how great it was and how positive yeah. an experience I had because on you would like ten eleven down. And it works flawlessly for a half hour. I would say mm-hmm. that's a you know great success. Yeah, but then just like having to spend a half hour and not being able to connect at home, and then figuring maybe it's an issue with Stadia, and then coming back later and still not being able to connect. I don't know. Like I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it that I've been playing, unless you want to talk about Spider-Man <laughs> that I started playing again. Oh, you started playing Spider-Man again? Yes. Interesting. What made you do that? I signed up for the PlayStation uh, Now. Oh, yeah, you borrowed my copy of Spider-Man. So, yeah, in like, so I didn't, I never actually owned Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, because like, that was... <laughs> I had all this money saved up and then like my tires blew like a tire blew. So then I had to like pour all the money that I had saved up for video games. Mm. And then we were doing like a podcast, like a spoiler cast, I think mm-hmm. on Spider-Man, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So then I had to like speed through it. So I never actually like played through it at like a slower pace. Mm. So it's like, I kind of want to see if I can get the platinum for Spider-Man. Yeah. But the way I had played it before is I just kind of mainlined it and didn't do any of the side stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, do I want to just do all the side stuff on my current save? Or would I rather do a new game plus and then just slowly kind of dwindle mm-hmm. down? So I'm just slowly dwindling, like playing through the game again and dwindling that stuff down. Because I got gotcha. you. If you remember in like at the end at the start of like act three, the whole city kind of changes. Something happens mm-hmm. and it's not as much fun to just kind of like swing around that city. If you remember, no, it is not. And I was like, I don't, I think I'd rather just like handle all like the crimes and stuff in the first couple of acts rather than doing everything in that third act. Well, so at the, at the very end, it goes back to normal, I believe like mostly normal it's mostly normal but there's there's yeah. still like it's not it's not back to the way it was in like act one and two yeah because there are certain enemies that yes show up or whatever mm-hmm. yeah does it come with the does it have the dlc on playstation now no it doesn't oh interesting. you have to purchase that which i i'm fine not having that it's just man playing that game again it, the swinging mechanic just feels so good <laughs> yeah it's it, it Oof, that is a great game. I I don't want to like harp on it too much, but like I am still not a fan of the the way the the crimes are handled. Oh, I mean, 
I mean, me, I someone, who, someone who got the platinum at the yes. end of the game doing those crimes at random, I was less than pleased. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, like, there are times where you're just like, I guess I'm just going to fly up to this roof and then just stand here waiting for a crime to occur. Mm-hmm. But, like, imagine I did that, but I had to do all four of the crimes in every yeah. single district. Mm-hmm. That would have, I was like, that's, I got it. I got to spread this out. I can't, that's <laughs> going to be just too much and I will just burn myself out. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. All right. This is going to sh- end up being a very short episode. It is. Yeah. So we're going to move on to part three and we're going to talk about take two. Yes. And uh, they didn't release a whole lot. No, it's been like I, when I made this list, I was like, am I forgetting stuff? I had to like double and triple check, but this is pretty much all I found. No, yeah, this is this is it, and it starts off with an absolute banger. <laughs> uh, Battleboard. Oh boy, everyone's Just... favorite Overwatch killer. <laughs> I uh, don't forget the porn though. Yeah, um, that's true. This, I. So this is like it was trying to be like Overwatch with the like unique and zany characters with abilities and stuff. But then it was like also sort of combined with like a MOBA. Mm -hmm. And I remember so Gearbox had this weird boner for calling things hobby grade. (laughs) And so, like, I remember they were like, yeah, Borderlands is like a hobby grade shooter. It's it's like it's not just a game. It's like it's your hobby. And I was like, oh, God. And then Battleborn came out and they're like, yeah, it's like some hobby grade thing. And it just but it was no one's hobby. <laughs> I don't know. I think there are some people that have spent a lot of time with the Borderlands, so. I oh, border see. Borderlands. Yes, I, I'm talking Battleborn. Though oh, no, I, no, no, no. the uh, I remember the looking at the Steam Spy for it at one point, and like the amount of people playing it was grim. Like it was not even enough people to fill out a full match. Yeah, which I mean that that was a game you could play alone. Yeah, because that's how I played the game. Yeah, did you love it? I didn't finish it. <laughs> it was because it was just like you would hop into like a mission and then it was just like complete that mission. It kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Destiny a little bit uh, where you would just kind of pick a character and then like play through a mission. And each mission took like an hour, hour and a half type of thing. Um, but if you lost, you then had to like restart the entire mission. And I wasn't a fan of that, so then I just stopped. I assume you didn't play any of this game. I did not. Sorry, I got caught up reading the Steam review. Okay. Is it? I don't. Is it? It's a a, raving review. It's a negative one. Okay. They only played three hours, but most of it reads like they thought Battleborn was cool, and they were mad people bought Overwatch. And they gave it a negative review. Oh, so they liked it a lot, but no one, none of their friends would play it with them because they all wanted to play Overwatch and they're upset that Gearbox didn't try to salvage it. (laughs) Well, they did. They, they went free. Oh, they, they definitely did try to salvage it because you see this guy's positive. Farewell to a great game. You know what? 
And, and I think that's just further proof that every game, there's at least a couple people that really are into it for whatever reason. A genuinely great game ruined beyond all repair within four months of launch. I don't know if he was even four months. It was. Oh, like... this person does not like 2K. Oh, also, you can't say in your review, I loved this game, and then the amount of time you played it is 0.2 hours. <laughs> Unless you played it like somewhere else. I guess, was it on? Maybe, maybe Battleborn wasn't on Steam originally. I guess well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he could have played it on a console and then, like, bought it again on PC. I guess. Ooh. April 25th. Okay. I got to stop reading Steam reviews. Uh, yeah, so Battleborn was weird. They tried to make it into a whole huge thing, and they failed miserably. Yes. So... I do sometimes kind of feel bad for it because like Overwatch was always going to be more popular than it. And then like when Blizzard purposely made their beta weekends the same to overshadow it, I thought that was kind of fucked up. Yeah, which I mean, in my counter argument to that would be they should have made a better game. Oh, definitely. I just I still feel a little bad that they were <laughs> savaged in that way. Um, um Yeah. But I mean, if they were, if it was better than Overwatch, then Overwatch would have ate its lunch. So yeah, right. So just make a better thing. Uh, yes. Speaking of making better things, Borderlands Three should have been a better thing. <laughs> uh, there are people out there that do like it. No, I know, and well, it's we are not those people though. No, I. So Borderlands Three was a huge slog for me to play through. And like, I really like borderlands one and I played more borderlands two than most people on this earth. So to go to three, I think part of it might've been that it was so similar to two that I just like my fatigue continued on. Uh, but then also like, it just, it didn't add enough for me to be like, Oh, this totally justifies it being a new game. Right. Uh, and then it's also one of those things where, I feel like I also don't hear anyone talk about it anymore, even though there have been a couple of the DLC packs that came out. No, it seems like it came out and like people were extremely excited about it. Um, and then it came out and then nobody talked about it anymore, which it's definitely meant to be a games as a service, right? It is, and like they still do weird weekend events and stuff, and sometimes I'll see stuff like that. But I, I honestly thought they had only released the first DLC thing mm -hmm. until I was looking somewhere and saw the second one was out for sale, and I was like, I didn't even know this release. Like I didn't hear anyone talk about this. Yeah, I, I can tell you my experience with it. I rented this, and then also Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, uh, from Gamefly at the same time, and I liked Ghost Recon Breakpoint considerably more. To yeah, the... it, uh, I I just like th this game was so weird, and I, I felt negatively about it even before its release. Mm -hmm. And then like playing it, it just solidified my feelings of like I just don't. I the shooting so, is something... not good. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's better than two, so I'll give it that. But... Uh, sure, I mean, like. But, like, when you're playing that and Breakpoint at the same time, like, as many issues Breakpoint had, I mean, like, what I liked about Breakpoint is it had, like, it just 
better. It felt like better shooting. And I actually liked the loop better because Borderlands, they they love talking about how they have billions of, ga- of guns, but like 95% of them, like you're not even going to use. Yeah. And that, that is one of the main issues that I had with Borderlands 3 too, is like they people complained about the way the unique guns were doled out where you would have to grind the same bosses over and over. And then they just like tripled down on that. Right. So it was one of those things where it's like, I don't want to just fight this boss over and over again to do this. And then it wasn't even like fun to play uh, with friends or anything like the multiplayer was sort of needless and they didn't have a raid boss in it at launch i I don't know if they added one with the dlc now but it's just like a lot of the late game stuff also was just a boring slog grind that they didn't really rectify so very very weird I i don't know yeah this game i i wasn't too excited about it up to launch and then it came out and i didn't like it and i don't know just this game was not for me i guess i i don't i don't know that it was for most people i thought man nukio fucking hated it oh my god i (laughs) i still remember being in voice calls with him while he was playing borderlands and just god he could not he could not take it just was so so hated it yeah that's that's funny i i i I didn't hate it i just felt it it just felt so bland to me i don't know yeah he was so mad um but so civ 6 i have a question about this one did you play this like because you really like civ 5 i did i i own civ 6 Okay, do you is it like is it good or is it just like not as good as five? Is that why people don't like it as much? It, it I mean, it's good. I, I will okay. say it's good, but it's one of those cases for me. Like, why don't I just play Civ, Civ Five? Like, okay, it, it, it's just it's good, but like Civ Five is one of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite game of all time, and it's like. Civ 5 is fine to go back to and when when I want to play Civ I'll just go back to Civ 5. Civ 6 just now granted I haven't dove into Civ 6 with all the expansions. Okay, cuz that's what I was going to ask if you had played with the expansions cuz I know at least the most recent one people said they felt like it was made the game what it should have been. And, and that was I mean like as, as as far as I understand and I never played Civ 5 at when it was vanilla. Yeah, vanilla Civ Six was better than vanilla Civ Five was. So okay, um, and it, it does seem like Civ Six is still extremely popular with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my brother's been playing it a lot. So, yeah. but for me, like, if I want that Civ experience, I'll just go back to Five. I'm perfectly fine just hopping into Five and playing. You know, playing through a, um, I don't even know what you'd call it—a game, a match, a, a world. Yeah. I don't really know. But yeah, uh, it's as I said, it's fine. It's just I, I I don't know. It's one of those series that I don't need the new experience. I'm perfectly fine with the older one. I gotcha. Uh, Evolve is a game that is interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> it's dead now. It, it's uh, been so dead I for years. I remember when they announced Evolve, mm-hmm. which is uh, a game where 
there's a lot of games like it now uh, that are actually decently successful uh, where someone was a giant monster and then the rest of the people were just like soldiers or whatever. I mean, there's games like Dead by Daylight is like that. Uh, the Predator game that just is releasing now or came out. Yes. Uh, is like that. And so Evolve was the first game that really tried to do that concept. And I, so I, I never played it and it, it, they did try to save it and like make it go free to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it tanked so bad. And maybe it was because they tried to tackle it from an esports element right off the, out of the bat, like before people even got a chance to play it. But I, I don't, I personally don't get why this game failed as hard as it did. I maybe it just wasn't a good game. I don't think it. I, I remember it had very aggressive microtransactions as well. Uh, if where it was like you had to spend like hundreds of dollars to like get different monsters and switch up the game as well. Hmm. Um, and I think that was part of the issue is like there wasn't enough variety. And it probably released as a $60 product as well. I, it did release as a $60 product. I know that it tanked in price very fast. Yes. I'm just trying to think like uh, this, the new predator game is I believe like $40. Yeah. And then the, the one that came out last year or two years ago, the, the Jason one. Oh yeah, the Jason one and like Dead by Daylight, I think is relatively cheap as well. So So like it seems like these are great for like twenty, thirty, forty dollar, but maybe not like sixty dollar products. Yeah, and like they even tried to save it and make it free to play. And right. it's still I even remember when it was free to play, like even then the numbers on Steam were really low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it seems like it's one of those things where like once the narrative is like no one's playing it. It has aggressive microtransactions. I just think it gets too negative and people don't even bother like trying it or looking at it. Yeah, I feel like the only game that like reversed that kind of thing was Battlefront 2. So. Um, yes. Because tons of people are always playing Battlefront 2 now. So. And I mean, the other one would be um, that space exploration game. Oh, No Man's Sky. No yeah. Man's Sky. Yeah. But like that No Man's Sky is so different. It's not where it was like microtransactions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but like No Man's Sky had a lot of people buy the game and then like mm-hmm. nobody liked it. Or like Battlefront 2. I don't even think people bought that game. No. And it's, it's usually on sale now for like right. 20 bucks. Uh, but I, a lot of people who have played it now bought it because it was on sale and are like, you know what is actually good now? Yeah. And, and I just mean, like, uh, and yeah. people are giving that a second try, I think, because like Star Wars. Yeah. Or just maybe people just have face and faith and dice or whatever. Right. I, I don't know. Right. Uh, where this was just like evolve. I mean, that's not any like franchise. And I think dice is much more likely to at least like dice and like star wars and everything they're likely to keep working at it where i think evolve they had to just call it call it quits because i believe the servers shut down like probably a couple years after right yeah the servers are definitely down now yes but i mean it, it was down i think in like 17 or 18 yeah 
to the point where like if you own a disc i assume it does nothing no yeah it wouldn't work at all because i think it has to connect to the servers even for tutorial stuff so probably so yeah yeah um the next game mafia 3 Mm-hmm. I think this might be one of my biggest disappointments of the generation. If I'm being really, honest. I remember you played it. I tried it, yes. Um, yeah. And like I think that's where a lot of the disappointment comes in because uh, the first hour and a half, two hours is amazing. It just sets up this amazing story of revenge because uh, I believe the main character, the protagonist, was Lincoln. I think that was his name. But he was a black man in the South he went off to war, he comes back, and then he kind of gets in with some some people, like uh like kind of gets into like like a mafia group mm-hmm. with wrong people. They um then they go rob a bank. And so like there's this whole big heist scene, and it's all very linear, everything that's happening so far. Um and then after the heist, he get they like turn on him and then they shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he survives somehow and then and then it just ends up being months pass by of him having to recover from getting shot in the head and then eventually he recovers and then that's really when the game starts and it's this big open world and then once that happened i just lost all interest in the game i also i remember you taking a video of some really weird glitch in it I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I was like, I was in a building in like forklifts and they just kept like, they were flying all over the place. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean like if this game was not, if they had completely restructured this game, took out the open world and made it like a 10 to 15 hour linear story, kind of like the first hour and a half, two hours was, I would have loved this game. I think this would have been one of my favorite games of the generation. Because they just set up such an interesting story, but then you would have to play through like 40, 50 hours of just blah. I don't know. If... Yeah, and like Mafia 2 had the same criticisms, yes. whereas like the open world doesn't have enough going on where you would have two of the same NPC talking to each other and mm-hmm. shit. Uh so yeah, I I I never was interested in that kind of stuff anyway. Right. So uh, do you think you would have been more interested if it was more linear, if it was like a linear 10 to 15 hour game or uh, really maybe? Nothing? I mean, I remember thinking that the concept was very interesting like yes. from all the story trailers and stuff. So I, I may have actually played it then. Yeah. Cause it was like 1960s. You play as a black man in the South. I mean, I, yeah. that conceptually is very interesting and, and where they were going with it was very interesting, but then. Uh, the open world was not great and then i actually hit a game breaking bug where i was on a mission and then i failed and then i guess i wasn't really paying attention and i was just kind of following wherever the marker was taking me but Uh where the marker took me was to like another story mission so then somehow i was in two story missions at once (laughs) so then no matter what i did i i would either fail the first story mission or the second story mission so uh-huh. I literally couldn't advance. Cool. So my option was to just start the game over or never play the game again. Cool. Cool, cool. So then I decided to never play the game again. <laughs> yeah, usually in that kind of scenario, that would also be my choice. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, what happens if I get back here again and the same thing happens? I'm we're definitely not doing it a third time, so yes. might as well just cut it off here. Yes. I, I have never been in two story missions at once, except for that one time. And that's fun. 
No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, the next two games, I guess we'll just lump together. Um, they made NBA 2K and WWE mm-hmm. 2K. These are probably their two tentpole games that they've made. Oh, uh, yeah, and the league. WWE games are terrible every year. Uh, and everybody thought it was Ukes, but then Ukes was not in the last one, and it ended up being the worst one yet. So, plot twist. <laughs> so, I that one, I, I kind of got to give the new developer a benefit yes. of the doubt, yes. because I think they were put on the project <laughs> super late. Yeah, they were like, hey, make a game in seven months. <laughs> uh, good luck. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, we can't. And like, Yux isn't going to tell us how to use this engine. So I guess we're fucked then. Yes. Uh, and the NBA games go back and forth between be- people really like them, people really hating them. The microtransactions, I know, get out of hand pretty frequently. And But the I think the actual like basketball gameplay is good in all of them. It's yeah. just it depends on how aggressive the microtransactions are. Uh, I believe it was one of the NBA 2K games this generation that had that Spike Lee storyline. I believe that was like 2014. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which that seemed interesting, where there was like a. It ghost. seemed. Oh boy, I. It's hilarious. Um, NBA 2K16 was Spike Lee. Yeah. So it wasn't even that long ago. Um. God, this is so, it's so funny. They never did that again. No, I I think they did one more story mode, mm. and it just like wasn't as much of a focus, and then I think they gave up completely. Which, I mean, they did a similar thing with Madden. Now it didn't have like a, a ghost and like all these cliche story modes. No, what I but... think is fucked up about the Madden one is people really liked that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were just like, they made the next one... And made it terrible. Well, it was like and lesser. Then like, yeah, and then we we're just like, we give up now. Yeah. And I was like, what? We tried for one year. Give yeah. us credit for that. So, yeah. I I haven't touched any either of these games, so I really can't tell you. All I know is the NBA. I think the, the gameplay is at least good. It's just the microtransactions are not. The WWE, I think they're always bad always bad the people oh my god videos of these games are a sight to behold because they're usually fucked up beyond belief yeah the most recent one especially and then like they finally added something that people liked in the story mode creator thing and then when they moved to the next generation of consoles which are the current generation of consoles they like removed that stuff Mm -hmm. and they didn't put it back (laughs) yeah i mean like uh, so they, they tried uh-huh. <laughs> um and then the last games are XCOM 2 which mm-hmm. I really liked and then Chimera Squad which is what I I finished actually last weekend so uh nice. I enjoyed Chimera Squad which I talked about that all last week so I guess if you want to hear about Chimera Squad go look at the last episode and just look for the timestamp mm-hmm. um XCOM 2 though as I said, I liked it, mm-hmm. but that game probably shouldn't have been released on consoles. No, and they originally said it wasn't going to be, right. which is why I think it was extra weird. Because I I just remember the interview. People asked them, like, will this one come to consoles? And they basically, like, made fun of the guy or whatever. And <laughs> we were like, no, this will never come out. And then I remember seeing the console release date and being like, huh. 
okay. Well, the other weird thing is, like, when it initially launched on PC, it didn't even have controller support. Yeah, it it was, like, super weird. And I remember the reasoning was because it, I guess it took a lot to make the original work well mm-hmm. on the consoles. And so then they were like, well, this one already launched, like, pretty technically messed up. Right. And so I think they just assumed that it would never happen. But then I would I would bet 2K was like, no, you got to make it happen. Yeah, because it's one thing like Civ 6 to get that on console, although it is on console now. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how that would work well. Where like XCOM works fine with a with like a controller. Uh, yeah. Uh, you haven't played XCOM, but you played uh, Mario and Rabbids, which is yeah, which is thing. basically the same thing. Um, I mean that I, that works well enough. I, I really yeah, no, I I think they do work. Yes, yeah. Civ like I don't get the UI and stuff doesn't translate directly to a controller. Well, right. I mean they made Civ, Civ Rev or whatever, which was for that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean XCOM definitely does work. Like there's no reason it can't. It's just I technically I think it was super messed up at the beginning. Yeah, and which is weird because like the gameplay, it it shouldn't be that strenuous. No, I just remember even on PC, it was super terribly unoptimized and a lot of people had like hard crashes and like mm-hmm. they couldn't get around certain areas of the game, things like that. And obviously they fixed that over time. Yes. And then like by the time War of the Chosen came out, all of that was mostly taken care of, at least on PC. Uh yeah, and were the chosen I played that again on console and that definitely did play better than like the original XCOM 2. Yeah. Um but yeah, that this is probably the best game I played that I can't recommend to anybody. <laughs> because like I can't just be like the game is broken. Good luck getting it to work, but if you yeah. can get it to work, it's great. At least on console. I mean, like PC, it's probably fine. Yeah, my brother was playing it like two weeks ago, and it was fine on PC now. So you said he was yelling a lot. Oh, uh, that was because of the accuracy. Yes, yes. I mean, not because of. <laughs> but he was yelling because of the game, but just because his his characters kept missing, type of thing. Yeah. So, do you know what how he plays it? If did it, does he play like Iron? If he played like Iron Man. Or if he just kind of like saves calm his way through it. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see enough. I'd be, I I was just kind of curious if, because there are some people that do play Iron Man and I'm like, I don't know how you guys do that. (laughs) I would definitely (coughs) go. So Uh, no remorse, which with Chimera squad, you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. So that's cool. Because if a character goes down and then you don't get to him, you just fail the battle and have to restart it. Oh, okay. Which it, it not even fail the battle. You can just kind of restart the that encounter. So mm. yeah, oh, uh, I really like uh, XCOM two, and I look forward to XCOM three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just can't believe that's it. That's 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 two K. The yeah, and generation. So then they also technically they're the parent company for Rockstar. So. Yes, Take Two is yes the the. And Rockstar released one game. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, which I have talked about on this podcast quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go back a long time and look at that if you want to. But I think that the storytelling and the story they tell in Red Dead Redemption 2 is incredible. And then the part where you have to play it, I 
do not like. <laughs> this just seemed, this is one of those weird games that I was like, this took off in a way that I did not expect. Where people well, that so, don't play many video games, they play maybe like one a year. This was the game they were playing. Yeah, people love the original Red Dead. So like that that doesn't surprise me at all that people would go all in on Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, as someone who also didn't like the way the original Red Dead played, this was even more uh, upsetting to me. Right. Just because of the way the movement works and like how it's kind of slow and that you have to go back and forth on the horse for so long and stuff like that. But the I think the thing that really kills Red Dead for me is that there is literally no progression in terms of like power or anything right like you start the game with a gun if you get a headshot they're dead and that's the whole thing for a game that's like but anywhere between 50 and 80 hours long like it just it gets boring to me quickly and when most of the encounters are almost exactly the same and there's not a lot of variation it's just like shoot shooty shooty time uh yeah so like that that kind of stuff bothers me and like some of the design choices of like i said slow walking or like momentum based stuff usually drives me nuts in games so yeah i i'm i'm a sucker for like mobility and just like traversal and fun traversal and Mm -hmm. that is not how i would describe this game no red dead is going more for uh, upsetting realism yes and the other thing is I don't like riding horses or mounts in video games. I mm. never do it in any game. And like walking is so slow. So you have to oh, ride you, a horse. You can't. Yeah. You can't walk. Um, and like, I just don't enjoy that. And I think that no, might I be mean, it's, it's excruciating. Yes. And I think that <laughs> might be why I partially wasn't as big into breath of the wild because I, I insist on running everywhere. Where I think, like, did you ride a horse a lot in that game? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, like, and I never did because I just I like running. I don't like riding a horse in video games. Mm. Um, it didn't hit trees though. It was so smart. I, I sure. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just don't enjoy the act of it. But in a lot of open worlds, I don't enjoy driving either. Mm. I mean, I hate horses in Red Dead. So. Mm. Uh, and part of that is because of the realism of it. It's yes. infuriating. But the, the horse balls. The horse balls were excellent. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Best horse balls in video games. Best horse balls in video games. But I, so like, I, I have a weird love-hate relationship with Red Dead 2 because like, I, I do think that the story it told was right. awesome and did a lot of good stuff. It's just like all of the gameplay portions surrounding it mm-hmm. are exactly what I don't like in games. Right. So it's just, it, it was pulling me in both directions. Basically. I, what I think is interesting is like, I feel, I think the way you feel about red dead redemption is the way I feel about like breath of the wild. where like, yeah. I recognize that it's a good game, but when mm-hmm. people are like, it's, it's revolutionary. It's like game. It's just, it, it's something else it's at the top and i'm just like i don't know if it's all of that like i appreciate what it did but like and i, I assume you're kind of similar with red dead where you're like i appreciate some of the elements but man a lot of it just frustrated the hell out of me yeah a lot of it definitely is very frustrating and i 
I mean, I knew that going in because right. I felt the same way about the original. So mm-hmm. it's just weird. Do you think if like if people weren't raving about how amazing that story was, and and I'm and I'm not saying like I'm sure that raving was 100 justified, but like, do you think if it was just like an average video game story, you would even bought the game? Uh. I mean, maybe I, people were going to like it regardless. And I right. just I, I even before like all the reviews and stuff came out, I had was going to buy it just because it's one of those things where I I needed to like see it for myself right. to see if I would still not like it as much as I didn't like the original. You know what I mean? Yes. It's one of those things where like red people, a lot of people consider Red Dead to be like the original to be one of the best games of all time. You know right. what I mean? Or like the game, one of the games of the generation for like the PS3 and 360 era. And like, I just so didn't feel that, that I felt like I needed to see if the sequel would be something like that. I don't know. And I more I, like morbid curiosity, I guess. And I think there would be a lot of people that like would have another podcast people would be raving about red dead redemption about how it's the you know one of the best games but that's mm-hmm. just you know we we are not those people unfortunately no and at least red dead 2 when i was complaining about it all the time mm-hmm. uh and everyone else around me that had gotten it was like no it's so good and i was mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you talking about and then donkey put out his video yeah where he trashed on it and then eris hated it and i was like thank god man like <laughs> i really needed people to be like why is it so fucking slow yeah and uh donkey god i love donkey's videos oh i love it <laughs> Yeah, this is it, it's just it, with the way the game mechanics are, I am just shocked that more people loved it. Yeah, and like it it's it has so much going on. Yes. Like with one button press, you can do like 800 things. Mm-hmm. Is that worth it? Uh, yeah. Like I, probably not. I I I at first I was thinking, "Oh, this is going to be one of those games where critics are just going to love it." But then mm-hmm. fans are going to be like, this is not what I'm looking for in video games. But then it ended up being the exact opposite, where I feel like like just average average gamers just loved it. I don't I don't I, it's, it's not what I expected to have happen. That's just I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> so do you have anything so, else to say about Red Dead? I do not. That is all I got. So I guess we will move into the next portion should we even give rockstar a rating first off they released one game like i they that feels... well i think they would they would be like counted as 2k though right i was assuming we would do this was going to be like an activision blizzard where they're two different uh, companies i guess you could do that I, it would make sense i mean but it like rockstar only had one game say so i guess you wouldn't really count it i mean I, I also it would not make the top ten. I don't think, anyways. I don't think either make the top ten. Uh, I would say that, yeah. I, I would probably say that because, like, Red Dead, as I said, like, I I can't say Rockstar is one of the top ten get like publishers of the generation when they released one game. I just can't do that. Yeah. Even if Red Dead was a huge success, I well, I mean, I mean, but then like even Square Enix is in tenth place, and like I, I, I don't think that Red Dead is a better game than Nier Automata. 
I don't like if I was gonna, if I was gonna pit a game one to one, like even then, I don't yeah, think yeah. it would. Like it's just, yeah, I don't know. So like, I don't think Rockstar makes it. And no, then, and then like I personally don't like any of those games on Take Two. Exactly, like I, I personally don't care, and like I actively disliked most of Borderlands, mm-hmm. right? And like the only you played XCOM, Battle Battleborn Mafia, and XCOM, and like you like XCOM, so I like X, and I played Civ. I Civ, yeah. oh Civ two, yeah. Civ six is a good game. I mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't like Mafia. I didn't like Borderlands. I didn't like Battleborn. I mm-hmm. really like XCOM, and I like Chimera Squad. But like, I don't think my liking of Civ Six, XCOM, and XCOM overtakes your what you like about Square Enix. Uh, I I mean, de- definitely not. So I, I well, I mean, it, I guess it depends. Unless you really feel passionately about those, but I yeah, I I like I'm looking at this going like Rise of the Tomb Raider versus XCOM. They probably just cancel out. Okay, because I yeah, I was gonna say because you had Square games that you liked as well. So yeah, I mean it's not like Square was just you, but like you're much yeah. more of the Square guy than I am. Yeah, definitely. So, so um, I I I, I so almost it's, lean. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, like if we had to give a score, I would probably give Rockstar's so weird because like for me, like I don't even think I would rank it, and then Two K a C minus D. Yeah. I, yeah. but like who cares like we're <laughs> they're not making the top 10 yeah um yeah. so unfortunately battleborn uh, though yeah oh unfortunately that's it just ends up being a very uneventful episode in that sense <laughs> yeah but just wait because ubisoft is next week yeah and that's when the true fight begins they put out a lot of stuff. They put a lot of stuff, and I liked a lot of it, and you didn't play any of it. Ooh, that's because their output last gen killed it for me. So this is, I think this is just going to be, next week's going to be very interesting. Because, as I said, you did you played, what, probably two or three Ubisoft games this gen? If that. I mean, I played Black Flag. And rabbits. Oh, you and Unity and rabbits. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, rabbits. Rabbits is very good. Yes. And it's oh. it's one of the few non-open world games we're going to talk about with them. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, you didn't even play uh, For Honor, did you? No, I mean, I played the I played like a beta of For Honor. Okay, but you at least played some of it, I guess. Yeah, and I was like, this is... I am not in on this. <laughs> so. Yeah, next week will be interesting, at least. Yeah. Um, and then Warner Brothers. They haven't released much in the last... No, they have like three or four, I think, games, maybe. Well, I guess they put out Lego games constantly every day that I don't know about. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have another uh, realm produce or releasing stuff every two years yeah so like they'll have a couple things there mk 10 11 injustice 2 but yeah that's going to be i think another shorter episode and then xbox is going to be a lot longer than i think really yes i mean they've released a decent amount of stuff but i almost as much as sony i think when once we get the list. oh really i'm willing to bet that yeah i guess i can't I guess there's probably a lot of stuff that I just am not thinking of at the, off the top of my head that they probably put out or 
were a part of. So. Yes, I, it, it, I think it's it's going to be a lot more than you even like than people realize. So, yeah, the Voodoo Vince remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that'll do it for us this week, mm-hmm. and we will be back next week where we are going to talk about Ubisoft. And uh, the theme song is Thing Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. You can check them out and you can check us out next week. Peace out.